through the darkness of future's past, the magician longs to see one chance out between two worlds. Fire, walk with me. Welcome to Popcorn Time, the podcast where I force my friend to watch movies and talk to me about them. I'm Noelle Fontaine. Hey, and I'm Jessica. And this week, we watched Fire Walk With Me, the 1992 prequel film to the series Twin Peaks. Yeah. And I meant prequel prequel was how I originally pronounced it. (laughs) (laughs) I just was feeling fancy in the moment. Wow. Um, so Jessica, how'd you like it? It was a wild ass movie. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Like if you thought the show was weird, <laughs> I think, yeah, this movie is something else. But I honestly kind of loved it. I mean, yeah, I feel like if you love the show, you would love the movie, right? Like I, you know, it has all, all that stuff. Like I would think so. Yeah. It just is a little more weird. Yeah, it's super, it's super wackadoodle. And I feel like there's some parts, like, I just still, I, I need to go back and watch it, honestly. Um, yeah. Not that I enjoyed it. Because <laughs> it's super dark. Um, yeah. The tonal shift between, like, the show um, and this movie is uh, pretty dramatic, I think. Um because yeah. the show's kind of quirky and funny. It has, like, some dark moments, but but this movie is pretty heavy. And I think why that is is because the movie, it doesn't show as many of the people. Like, or when it does, it literally is just for, like, a minute or two. Just, like, a one little scene with these people instead of seeing them, like, each episode. And yeah. then... Also, like, Laura's, Laura and her death is, like, the first season and then, like, a little bit into the second season. And then that's solved and it's, like, over and done with. And then it's just mm-hmm. all the weird kookiness of the people, you know? So I feel yeah. like that's why it, the end of that for sure feels so much more lighthearted because of that. And then you go to this movie, which is, oh, back to Laura. Well, it's wild. I'm glad I watched it, though. Good. And would you say that the movie is more or less wild or weird compared to the return season? Oh, um. Which, have you finished that? Do you know how many episodes? I have two episodes left. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) So I never, uh, I never finished it. I have got that thing when, like, the end of shows come around and I know it's, like, the last thing. I I hate that you do that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but that the show was pretty fucking weird, man. It was wild. Um, that was. I think the show might be a little bit weirder than this movie, honestly. It probably is. I'm, like, trying to remember the return season, but I I don't know. So Yeah, that – oh, yeah, because then that art – you know what? Yeah, I agree. Like, so – Yeah, because I, <laughs> I watched the first episode of uh, – of the new the new season last night yeah um, oh, okay just because i had to um and it's <laughs> just it's so creepy it's scary 
and it's yeah like yeah that has like weird like creature things and yeah that definitely has much more um like fantasy elements to it and yeah yeah Uh, yeah Yeah. it's wild um actually just a quick question um Mm. because i feel like twin peaks has kind of become like a thing in our friendship like like the cornetto trilogy kind of and like twin peaks is like uh, you know a thing that we bond over but i just want to know like what was it i know that i told you about this and that's why you watch it but what made you like watch it right away after i told you about it the show yeah i'm pretty sure i told you because i had a friend at work that always quoted uh black coffee and cherry pie to me and i had no idea what he was talking about and he told me to watch the show well i remember i watched it on my own accord because I was, I'm pretty sure I had told you about it. And I had already, or maybe you did, and I had already been watching it. Uh, oh, but you were ahead of me, though. Okay. Like, with most things. Because, yeah, I just <laughs> I remember. Take a while to finish stuff. Like, why I started watching it was because I, it was a show that I would always hear its name, like, referenced. Mm. Um, and then I finally was like, okay, this show's, like, supposed to be a big deal. Like, what is it even about? And then just reading the Netflix description, I was like, oh, murder mystery, hell to the yeah. So then I just started, yeah, watching it because of that. Literally, the reason I watched it is because I thought the guy was kind of cute. So I wanted to have something oh. in common with him. <laughs> and here I thought it was all because of me. No. Because <laughs> I was like, we literally have this podcast because I feel like it's, you know, always when you tell somebody to watch something and then they don't. <laughs> So it's yeah. like we're making you do that, but I was like, "Why did she watch that show?" Yeah, no. So okay. I like okay. watched a random ass. It was on Netflix. So I was like, "Yeah, I want to watch one. Why not?" And yeah. uh, it's weird as hell. And I finally understood what the hell he was talking about. This is coffee black as night. Man, I should have like made some cherry pie to go along with this. Damn it! <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Well. But uh, anyway, to the actual movie. What uh, do you want to get into first? Man, where to start? <laughs> or actually i got so let's start right at the beginning we sure, got this sure. weird <coughs> excuse me this weird stuff with uh this school bus oh yeah what the hell was that <laughs> like it just was our introduction to the um detective guy yeah and we don't even know what was happening with like i do did some people like hijack a school bus or something like what i just, I just there's like children crying or something yeah. like i i really am thinking that maybe some people just randomly just took control of this school bus with the kids on it yeah and I don't know, but I, I really was like, I need to know more about that situation. I was please. like, am I watching the right movie? Like, what <laughs> just happened? <laughs> and then you're like, okay, yeah, this is this is it. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Um, I still don't understand what the hell's what the is it like? Did you get it? It was just a weird. I mean, no, with the but no, okay. I didn't get it. Okay. That All yeah, right. I just <laughs> when we were spitballing about it right now is coming up yeah, with the idea of, of that who knows what the hijacking. Hell is but yeah, and, really, I don't yeah. know. Honestly, I feel like the first like thirty minutes of the movie, maybe more, I don't know, was just super weird. Um, it felt kind of choppy, just kind of like weird. Like, the whole, like, David Bowie showing up. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, what even is any of that? 
And like then they, he just ends up disappearing. And it was weird, man. It was so weird. Yeah. Well, and actually, you know what? Something that I saw that maybe will help make sense for that weirdness that doesn't totally make sense is it was apparently um, it was going to be a set of uh, three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like one of them was supposed to be about that Jeffries guy. And then one was supposed to be about Major Briggs going like into the Black Lodge. And like it was like a whole thing that was planned out. But then because this movie like tanked in theaters, uh, they just didn't make the other two. Mm. So so maybe that's why. Because, yeah, with with Philip Jeffries, I feel like we don't really like find out about much of that like I'm trying to think because I didn't finish watching season two before diving into this but I feel like his name was brought up a couple times now mm-hmm. that's David Bowie's character or yeah detective okay because I know yeah. he was investigating something and he disappeared and he reappeared in that scene with with Cooper and everyone yeah um, and he like and walked by again. him without him even seeing him yeah yeah. And then I I do remember in the return season, they actually show that scene again. And I don't remember why. Mm. Because I remember I watched the return season before I watched Firewalk with me for the first time. So I was like, whoa, wait, David Bowie's in this, but he's like already dead. And so I just was like, what? And then I watched <laughs> that movie and I was like, oh, it's literally the same scene that they just put in here. Um. Yeah, and it it made more sense. So maybe when I if I watch the return season, it'll all click better. <laughs> I guess yeah, I should we should have prepared more. <laughs> I like I feel, I'm really glad I watched like the first two seasons though. Uh, just consumed them quickly before watching this movie. You're well versed. My what? You're well versed. My welber. You are well versed. 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 God, fucking idiot. Thank you. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just weeping. Oh. <laughs> the rest of you are like, okay. Okay. You're like, unlike you, Noelle, I have fucking cherry pie. <laughs> I'm drinking tea, so. Oh, okay. And I just had cake. I wish I, I also wish I had had pie. I know. Maybe I'll make cherry pie this week anyway um anyway so you know actually um something that happened very early on in watching this movie and it was so weird that first split second i was like maybe this was a mistake (laughs) 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 was um when they show um the gordon's weird dancing girl cousin Oh, yeah. What the like, hell was that? When, when she first pops out and then that was like it, I just was like, oh, maybe this was a mistake. But then they get into the, you know, explaining what all this stuff meant, like for, you know, signals and codes and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, just like, why couldn't Gordon just, just tell him? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, was someone listening or something? Like, they're the damn FBI. Like, uh, I don't know. I was thinking, like, oh, maybe so that no one can understand what he's trying to say. But then he obviously told that lady. So if someone was listening, they would have heard it anyway. Well, or I mean, he could have just told her to do this and do that and not necessarily why or what it means. Or why. That's fair. That's fair. 
But he that told Kiefer Sutherland just willy nilly. At some, yeah, that's true. So I don't know, but you know, whatever. Um, but with this movie, we do get to learn more about Teresa Banks, who was the one killed before Laura. So that's interesting. What do you think of all cool. that? Um, so she she was the uh, the blonde lady, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Um interesting so like he she was hooking up with leland uh-huh. and why did he kill her though just i mean because something. bob i don't know well bob. or i think <laughs> at one point did i feel like was did he say like you look like laura or something like i don't think he yeah. said it to her he was like looking at a picture or something and he said you look like laura mm-hmm Maybe. So I guess maybe that's why he did it. Like, I almost mm-hmm. wonder, was it Leland himself hooking up with her and then Bob took him over to, and then killed her? Maybe. And not that it was Bob who was hooking up. That's true. I'll give this a few more watches. <laughs> and then yeah. Then, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is only my second time watching it. So I'm basically right where you're at with everything anyway. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, and then she had the ring, and that was kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, whole thing. Um, I don't know. It, like, does something. <laughs> Is the ring... Of power. I, th- I think so, actually. I th- some sort of... Like, it has I the symbols on it. Has it has a symbol? I don't know if it's, like, a, like, something to keep Bob away, or, um, because they... Because towards the end, like, well, she, uh, Laura has that dream where Cooper tells her not to put the ring on. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a bad ring. It's a bad ring. But then I don't even know. Because cause I, I understood that Bob wanted to uh, take over Laura. He wanted to inhabit her body. Yes. And leave Leland. Um, so I don't know. Why he didn't do that in the train car? Um. Well, I I remember in on the actual show mm-hmm. when it's like revealed that it's Leland, and then when Leland himself comes to the realization of everything that's happened, yeah. he was saying to Cooper that they wanted Laura, but she was too strong and wouldn't let them. So it's like, yeah, I just wonder. I you know, I don't know whether it was like. Yeah. Because of, you know, not taking the ring or, I don't know, not hanging that weird picture up or just her willpower or something. Yeah. That's just, what I wondered if it was, like, the ring itself that didn't let him inhabit her. So he, like, just ended up killing her. Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I know. We're... Shit's wild. Gonna need to fall down some Reddit rabbit holes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in a few hours. <laughs> um so should we go over the many many quizzes that we took? Yes. How okay. many quizzes was it? At least 4. Okay, cuz that's how many I have screenshotted. Oh cool. And it was like yeah. yeah, all at separate times basically. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, oh buddy. Oh, can I mention something fun <gasps> before we get into the quizzes?" Yes. Um so at 10 10 a.m on february 16th um yes <laughs> that's when david bowie shows up at the fbi offices or whatever um that was fun it would have been weirder if it was at my actual birth time but and yeah for those who don't know jessica that is february 16th is her birthday so that's birthday. why we're excited 
Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, oh, I'm special. You're like, oh, I know that day. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that was a little fun moment for me. I bet. Okay, so what quiz do we want to reveal first? Um, Do we want to see? I don't know what the quizzes are called. Um, There's one which is from Brainfall, which is what Twin Peaks character are you? Then okay. there's what David Lynch film you are. Then there's a BuzzFeed, which character are you? And then there's a can you spend a day in Twin Peaks without meeting a tragic <laughs> end? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do uh, see what David Lynch film we are. Okay. Um, are you this one? No. Okay. Blue Velvet? No. Dune? No. This okay, one I those, have never heard of. Okay, I was going to say, those are the only three that I know. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Something called In Inland Empire? Oh, you know what? No, Eraserhead, I think, is another one that he did. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah. know I don't know that one. What was Me it? Me either. Don't know what it is. What was it again? In Inland Empire. Hmm, interesting. And yours, it didn't give a description, did it? No, no, it okay. didn't. Okay. And for you, also the only movies I know of him are the ones that you just listed. Are you one of those, though? Yeah. Okay. Are you Blue Velvet? I am. So, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the brain fall. Which character are you? Cool. Are you Truman? No. Are you Cooper? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> uh, it says that I, it says you are a hard worker and natural leader who always tries to do the right thing. You're willing to go the distance to help anyone who needs assistance. You totally are. Thanks. And then you. Hmm. There's so many characters. Are you Hawk? Oh my God. I would love that. But no. <laughs> no. Um, Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, it makes sense, honestly. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's like totally cool. It's because we're like, because we're both like super cute. Totally. Yeah. And we look good in suits. Total babes. Um, Do you want to do the BuzzFeed, which character you are? Yeah, let's see if it's like the same. Are you also Dale in that one? Yes. Oh, okay. Damn it, me too. <laughs> I guess that, <laughs> it's official. We're both it's for official. sure Dale Cooper. I'm not mad, honestly. Oh, I am not either. <laughs> I mean, I'm mad that we both are, but... <laughs> kind of, yeah. I wanted to hear, like, other descriptions of people, but... I know. Who else could you have... Well, Hawk would have been cool. Hawk, Major Briggs, Norma. Briggs is, yeah, um, yeah. I, I would have been okay being Andy, too. Yeah, a little Andy. I know. <laughs> Truman. I mean, really, just anybody besides... Um, James and Annette, or no, not not Annette, Nadine. Nadine. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Or you know, like literally, like Bob or Leo. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but anyway. <laughs> so this uh, description of Dale is that we're kind people who always strive to do the right thing. Um, known to really follow your gut, and frankly, it usually pays off. Have a lovable personality and an appreciation for the little things in life, like a perfect slice of cherry pie. Are you not wrong? 
All right. So lastly, I would love to know if you can spend a day in Twin Peaks without meeting a tragic end. Um, I survived. Oh, is that all that it says? Uh, it says, congratulations, you should join the FBI because your keen sense and quick wit would uh, have helped you survive this dark Washington town. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, mine is, you didn't die, but you ended up in the Black Lodge. Mm. The good news, you're alive. The bad news. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> the bad news, you might be trapped in a terrifying place for the next 25 years. See, but I'm still, like, out in the real world, so I can come rescue you. It's fine. And yeah. then I'll say, the Black Lodge is where it, that little man is dancing, right? That's not too mm-hmm. terrifying to me. It's not too terrifying. Yeah. You can just so have I, feel like ta- I feel like time would go by so quick. So quick. Yeah. But anyway, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. So what should we talk about now? So, with this movie comes a realization that the one-armed man and the little dancing man in red are the same person wait what yeah so the dancing the little dancing dude he says that he's also called arm like he's the arm um and then towards the end of the movie um the uh what's his face one-armed man says that he they're one in the same you so, know what is he literally like his arm in human i think he's form? literally his arm yeah so he's like the evil manifested god. i'm pretty sure oh my god but was like i don't know that little guy seems like a good guy to me i always uh, thought of him and as he's good. wearing red man what's wrong with red <laughs> he's having meetings with bob I mean, out yeah, I guess I never really thought rooms. about it. Wow. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive that they're like, the same person. Wow. But since he cut his arm off, like it took on its own. Yeah. Oh, my God. Little dancing man. Dude. And, you know, I think part of the problem is, again, I watched the return season before watching this movie ever. And when he said the line, I'm the arm, it made me think of the actual show where they show that weird tree brain thing. And that, it says it there. So I just was thinking he was that thing and not thinking it meant a literal arm. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. This show. So So like, I was tripping out. Like it it hit me. I was like, holy shit. Oh, good call there. Yeah. Wow. Getting weird. Wow. What else did you discover <laughs> that maybe went <laughs> right over my head? <laughs> um, what else did I? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Ugh, so much shit went down, dude. Um, yeah. I mean, there was that whole little weird thing with that, that you know, grandma and grandson from the Meals on yeah. Wheels thing. That was, it was weird. Yeah. Very worried. Also, why would you hang up a picture that some strangers, some weird strangers in a parking lot gave you? Um, I would. I mean, I don't know if it would just be a, because of this show, but I would. Not a painting like that. I, mm-hmm. I will say, yeah, it depends on the painting. Because, yeah, that one gives me major anxiety. That's bad vibes. It's just a yeah. door. An open door. Exactly. And I would just keep looking at it thinking some dark shadow is going to come up in the... Exactly. The frame and oh my god. Just scary. Terrible idea. 
I was going to say, so the, uh, we kind of skipped ahead, but I was going to say the town that you're first brought into, like the investigation, um, what a shitty sheriff's office that was. Oh, um, yeah. What was that name of that town? Did it have the word like horse uh, in it or something? Like deer or something? Something. Horse, but yeah, they deer, were, they were assholes. Like they really were awful. Um, yeah, I hated all of it. Like the town, like the the diner and everything, it just felt so weird. After having literally just finished uh, Twin Peaks season two and then jumping into this movie, it yeah. felt like such a just a uh, juxtaposition to to that like you know the town that you've grown to love and stuff. It just seems kind of normal and welcoming, and then that just shitty deer hawk or i don't know what the hell it was called just it sucked well and yeah i feel like that's the thing with small towns is if the people are friendly and everything then it's going to be like twin peaks otherwise it could be this totally opposite where they hate like outsiders and stuff and act mean (laughs) (laughs) they're mean they really did real mean real mean yeah so i'm sure that you noticed some actors missing or some characters missing a whole ass new donna yes um and i actually thought the reason was because in real life that actress lara flynn boyle had actually dated kyle mclaughlin and it was like i guess not i like was it a bad breakup or I don't know, it just something. And I thought that's why she wasn't in this. But apparently it just was scheduling issues. Uh-huh. Um, but then actually Kyle didn't even want to be in this himself. He didn't want to be like typecast or something stupid mm-hmm. like that. So they kind of wrote, they changed the script up to then introduce this agent um, Chet character yeah. Um, because originally it just was going to be Dale for all of it. Um, okay. And then uh, Audrey wasn't there um, because the actress Sherilyn Flynn or Sherilyn Fenn um, didn't want to do it or I'm not exactly okay. sure why, you know, okay. she didn't whatever. Um, so, yeah, just all kinds of people. Not there. Um, wow. So honestly, like I'd be down if David Lynch asked me to do pretty much anything. Yeah. So just weird and a, a bummer that not everybody. Yeah. You know, could do it. But yeah, it's okay though. I mean, I still they may do. I like. Yeah, they may do. And I, I thought the Donna, the new Donna, was perfectly fine. Honestly, she was. But I yeah. think it just for me it makes it hard because like that scene, for instance, when. She kind of follows Laura mm. to the roadhouse, and then it's like all that weird stuff with the guys. It's like yeah. hard for me to really think like, would Donna do this or would I don't know? Like it just and it's like I don't know if it's because it's just such a weird thing or if it's because it's this other actress that I'm seeing do it. Yeah, gosh, it would have been so incredibly jarring to see it like be like the the original actress. Yeah. Do all of that. That would have been wild. Because it's like, I do know that they like slipped something in her drink and, you know, so it's not mm-hmm. like she just was like acting like this wild, you know, she was like under the influence of stuff. Um, yeah. But it just, yeah, it's hard to really picture this. But I, it's, yeah, and it's even more weird because it's like in the beginning, like season one of Twin Peaks, Donna just seems so good. 
And then she just slowly starts to kind of like start smoking and wearing those sunglasses and, you know, Mm -hmm. but then it's like you have to remember that the movie is like before all of that. So it's like just weird, like it, yeah, it just is all (laughs) throws me through such a mind loop for the, the arc of Donna. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't really remember much of what happened anyway, so. I mean, she absolutely doesn't because then they were on the couch and she was kind of like, did you get mad at me because, like, I wore something of yours or, like, something? Yeah. And then Laura was like, yeah, just don't wear my stuff, okay? Uh. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um. But, um, let's say, that, that whole scene, the bar or whatever the hell they were, um, I couldn't understand a thing that anyone was saying. Did yours have the subtitles? Mine, I didn't have subtitles, no. Oh, but it didn't just play it naturally? Mm-mm. Oh, then you watched the British version. <laughs> no, I am not even joking. Because <laughs> apparently it was a fact on IMDb. Um, I think it was like the British version. Some some other country's version does not have the subtitles because David Lynch kept going back and forth on whether he actually wanted them during that scene or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he decided he did want them, this country had already like printed out like the movie oh. or whatever without it, so it doesn't happen. Yeah. So then I watched the British version. Yeah, I had zero idea what they were saying. I just catch like words here and there. It felt very like you were in a bar with them though, or like a club or something. I just have no idea what anyone's <laughs> saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to even remember. It's not like there was anything special. Yeah. Or important being said, but it probably just helped set it up a little bit to know that the people were just like gross. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, because there was one part, because Ronette is there too. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, there's the one part her and Laura are together, and Ronette's like, oh, this is just like when we were at One Eyed Jacks, like working together, huh? Um, and then actually, I think in all of that too, Laura says, like, I haven't seen you since I got kicked out of One Eye Jacks, Mm -hmm. um, which I don't think I realized she got kicked out. Um, Yeah, because I think she was, because they caught her doing drugs or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, those were kind of the main, like, quotes that I remember from all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again anyway. Cool, cool. Yeah, watch the U.S. version this time. I guess, yeah, <laughs> to look for it. Oh, my gosh. So I just have, like, the original show playing in the background, and this is the scene where Billy Zane shows up for the first time. Oh, he's my God, he's so gorgeous. Cute. Oh, oh God. my God. Oh, I got to pause it because I need to, like, watch it. Oh, Just look I at just him. I just happened to pause it right on him. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, don't get distracted, Noelle. <laughs> um what else what else we got um oh, uh, oh yes yeah do you, you have something i can bring it up later you or, well no i didn't have a point at all that i was oh, okay say. i was just gonna say i got reminded earlier um but bob uh the guy who plays bob i didn't realize so i read some like fun trivia like for the first season i guess he was like a sound guy or something oh my god um and he accidentally shows up in the mirror when Sarah Palmer's like having like a breakdown or something, um, and he accidentally shows up in the mirror just as like the sound guy, um, and then uh, David Lynch was like, 
I guess you're the bad guy now. <laughs> like essentially, oh God. slapped him what? on the ass and told them to get on in there. I, I think it's like, like episode one, oh. dude. Oh my God, I, I'm gonna have to watch that scene. Oh my yeah. God. Well, it was perfect that that ended up being him because he it looks terrifying to me. Yeah. God, he's like I, I get horrifying. so scared anytime he's on the screen. I really. And just him, like, crawling towards yeah. whoever. Oh, just God. his creepy, like, smiley, like, oh, my God. Haunting. Like, it couldn't have been anyone else. It's perfect. It's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, my God. That is the funnest fact. It is a fun fact. Here, I'm yeah. going to see if I can find it so I can let you know exactly where. Because I'm pretty sure it is in, like, the first. Oh, I just remembered, uh, or I just saw that I have a note about something that was discussed during that bar scene. Ooh, yes. That was um. rather important. Um, So, I don't know who exactly. It must have been, it was Laura talking with Jacques, and he w- they were talking about Teresa Banks, and he was saying something like, she she was asking about your father and she was like asking about my father like why and you know yeah and it kind of got her like going to like piecing things together do you think that's why leland killed her because she figured out uh whose father he was like whatever her banks like do you think that's why leland killed banks because she figured out who he was like who his kid was oh i see what you mean um yeah that could well but i don't think leland knew that i don't know if leland knew that she was asking that oh that's true but but i mean it could but it could be like maybe he because there's the part where he comes out of the hotel room from being with her and he sees laura and ronette in another room so he probably realizes that they're like acquaintances or something or that they mm-hmm. probably know each other so maybe that kind of got it going too like along those lines yeah huh. but yeah that was something that happened during that scene um but you know something that i was wondering <laughs> like basically pretty much during the whole watching of the show but really during this movie it's like how was it that laura is this high school student and she can secretly somehow work at One-Eyed Jacks and she can like be involved with like Leo and Jacques and like does these drugs and has time to do Meals on Wheels and is dating Bobby but secretly with James and somehow writes about it all in her diary and is like BFFs with Donna who has no idea about any of that stuff. Like how... How does she have time it to, in a day to do any of that? I know. I know. I like, mean. I, I don't. What? I uh, I mean, if she's not spending a lot of time with everybody. There, there's time to do stuff, I guess. And then, like, it also seemed like she didn't have, like, a curfew or anything. She was just out whenever the hell she wanted. Um, and, and, like, I think sneaking out. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know, man. I don't think I could do it. I just think she gets no sleep. She gets no sleep. Yeah. That's why she does the cocaine. <laughs> like, because if she's going to, like, that, like, bar and naked dancing all night and hooking up with whoever, like... Naked dancing. And then you have to go to school the next day and, like, what? 
And Donna had no idea, and James had no idea, and her parents had no idea. I'm sure, actually, Bobby probably didn't know that she was doing stuff like that either. I don't think, yeah, yeah. Like, like it just is so baffling. Like, it's one thing to have, like, secrets, like, fine, but those are, like, major secrets. And I'm like, how how can you have, like, a total, like, I mean, but I guess there are people that have literal secret families and shit. Like, I just, it's baffling. It's just the amount of, maybe I'm just a lazy person, but the amount of work. (laughs) It's a lot of work that I don't want to do. never, I would never. No, I'm too lazy for that. Yeah. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God, like, I... I could have easily recorded at six today, but I was like, I got home from work and I just need to relax a little bit. Like I couldn't and even. That's fine. I needed to relax so I could sit down and talk. Like what is that? Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't blame you. So. <laughs> it just I like it could never be Laura. <laughs> Can you imagine? Which I just realized uh-huh. that would be another quiz result, Laura, the obvi. <laughs> yeah, never. But yeah, never. So what do you think of that whole scene with like Bobby killing that guy? Oh, I laughed so hard. <laughs> Him trying to like scoop dirt oh onto my the God. body what? was just some of the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. What a lame, honestly. pathetic attempt at hiding a body. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I get he was like freaking out, and that was like he conveyed that really well. Like <laughs> he had no idea what he was doing in the moment, and yeah, I don't know, man. Like it was we, so dumb, we have to, we have to bury him and just scooping little dirt, <laughs> just little hands fulls of dirt. It was oh, beautiful. God. And then Laura was cracking up too. Yeah, and I, I would be laughing also. Yeah, <laughs> but I think she was just like coked out. Yeah, she was tweaking. Yeah. Um, Well, they show, um, what's his name? Harold, the recluse. The recluse. Oh, Harold, Harold, Harold. You know, I felt bad for him in the show. Um, Well, Donna totally used and abused him, poor thing. Yeah. Like, Laura was an actual friend, and she, like, you know, trusted him and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, Donna just went about it all very wrong. Yeah. I felt bad for him, poor guy. But I know. But yeah, so you know, kinda nice to see him. What'd you think of uh like just the scene when she's like kind of finding out or like guessing that Bob is her dad? Like the like the scene where he she's being assaulted like that but i think there's the one before when she's like in like she's like hiding in a bush outside oh yeah dude and see i think that's like the first first time yeah and yeah like just she some good she did some good crying in this yeah Um, no she i think she did a stellar job honestly and it was kind of cool to see laura like alive yeah um and instead of just doing her creepy hey doc (laughs) (laughs) um which actually hey he wasn't in this was he they didn't really show rust hamblin no dr jacoby Um, shame it was really horrifying though like that scene um when she like sees bob coming in through her window but then it like ends up being her father i was like Oh, just ewy. Oh my god. God. That's awful. And then that, she's such a good screamer, too. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. And then it just is so 
like wild for this like one this concept but then just the way that it's portrayed to kind of wrap your head around it um because it's like I feel like on the show you really would know when Leland is being Leland and when he is Bob because of the way they would do like the reflection and stuff yeah um but then on here I feel like it really, they just showed him like looking evil, doing evil things without doing the reflection thing. So it's kind of like, does he know what's going on? Like what, you know? And, or was he just Bob like in throughout the whole thing? Was it just Bob, you know, the whole time? There is that one moment where Leland comes to and like he starts crying and goes and tells Laura that he loves her. Um, oh yeah but i think like the rest of the time it's probably just just bob okay that poor little weak leland just ew i know oh crazy but yeah what else what else happens what else do you want to talk about i mean we get to see uh laura being murdered the whole cabin scene with leo and uh and waldo the bird and waldo the bird (laughs) Um, so that was pretty creepy and gross. Yeah. I like that, um, so, like, Leland, uh, what's, it's Jock, right? Jock? Jock? Yeah. Know. Yeah. So he comes out of the cabin. Leland beats the shit out of him, um, or Bob, whatever. And then Leo comes out and sees his acquaintance friend just bleeding from the mouth and just, like, dips. He I just know. leaves. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Oh, it's like he, he, you he guys. You guys no, got this right. You got he this right. He ain't no friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we cool here, and then he just leaves. <laughs> He's like Matt tonight, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, I, that was funny. I know. Let's go over bad reviews. Oh yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, I have some that I documented. So, off of Rotten Tomatoes, we have um, some name that has a question mark in the middle of it, Um, (laughs) and they give it one out of five stars, and they say, the film ruined Twin Peaks and goes to show that you never give Lynch complete creative control if you want a production to be anything other than a postmodern mess. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm assuming he means it ruined Twin Peaks because he actually just wrote TP. So it, he could mean toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> it's probably that. <laughs> probably toilet paper. <laughs> okay. Um, next we have Fabio F., who gives one and a half out of five and says, if you haven't seen the TV series, you waste your time with this movie. Lynch is a master, of course. The uh, the cinematography is outstanding and mesmerizing. The same is for the sound designing and the soundtrack, but it's not enough. No emotions, no involvement, no empathy. Maybe because of the acting, quite like a B movie. Better forget it. There's... So many emotions in this movie to me. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I don't know what movie they watched, but 
whatever. And it really, it really makes me empathize with Laura so much more than like just watching like season one for the first time because you hardly know her. Like you feel bad for everybody else on the show, yeah. but yeah, this movie you really are like she's a person and she had mm-hmm. all these fears and was going through all this crazy crap. Yeah. So a dig, man. Um. Then last we have. Mark, or wait, no, that's not it. We have Carlos M., who's a super reviewer, and they give it two (laughs) out of three stars. Um, Put bluntly, this is not for the um, uninitiated, but for those who Mm -hmm. saw the series, this messy prequel is much easier to understand than it seems, inviting us into the dark world of Laura Palmer yet failing to present any reason as to why it had to be made at all. (laughs) Okay. I mean, to be honest, a prequel I don't think ever has to be made at all. Like, you know, it just, it's all for entertainment. Like, Twin Peaks didn't have to be made at all. It just is for entertainment. Mm -hmm. But I think in this case, um, I think it serves a purpose, though. I'm going to have to go back and watch the whole damn series again. Um, yeah, because I feel like a lot of stuff is is maybe interconnected. There's a lot more connections than anybody even realizes. Yeah, yeah. David Lynch, man, he's a weird fella. I love it. He's got, a, and you know, actually, what I never realized is that there's that little monkey that they show in here a couple times, and mm-hmm. hello, he just did that thing on Netflix with that little monkey. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh my god, that thing, that's part like that. He's hinting on that. And I'm just like, oh my god, there's so many levels. Ooh, you just reminded me. Um, The whole creamed corn thing. Oh, yeah. Is there something there that I'm missing? Because it's shown a lot. Um, Well, just on in the actual show, when Donna first is doing the Meals on Wheels, and the lady was like, I said, no creamed corn, there's creamed corn here. You know, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So the, to me, that's all that it was. Because there's that, and then it disappears and shows up in the little boy's hands. Yeah. And, I'm, and I remember uh, uh, Bad Cooper in the new show. Doesn't he throw up, like, some cream corn-looking stuff? Or am I crazy? Um, I do remember he gets in, like, a car crash, and yeah, maybe he does throw up. I don't remember if it looks like creamed corn or okay. not. Well, I'll find – I'm going to watch that. Uh, yeah, so I haven't waited at the library you. for me. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, maybe I just know. maybe just in real life, he doesn't – David Lynch doesn't like um, creamed cream corn. corn. And it shows up at the meeting between Bob and uh, the arm. They have, like, plates of cream corn there, too. Maybe it's, like, evil food. <laughs> it's evil food. <laughs> like, if you enjoy that, then you must be evil. Or, or you know what? Google, just Google it right now. Like, creamed corn and Twin Peaks significance or mm-hmm. something. I'm gonna. Hold on. Oh. Oh, okay. It comes up. So, Garmin Bogia was a substance that resembled or indeed was creamed corn. The term Garmin Bogia was synonymous with pain and sorrow. It was a source of sustenance for certain spirits, including the arm. And is that just in the show or is that like folklore in real life? No, 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 that's in the show. Okay. Huh. So 
It's a representation of the pain and sorrow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Weird. It, but it's it's what, yeah, so it's representation. That's what feeds the spirits or whatever the hell. You know what my Garmambrosia is? What's that? Mustard. No, but <laughs> Garmambrosia, that would feed you, though. They live off of this. Or I'm just saying that's my evil food. Oh, but this isn't evil food. Or, well, I guess if you were evil. The evil eats it, right? The evil eat it. But they like it. Yeah, it feeds the evil. So yeah, if you if so, just as we said before, if you eat creamed corn, you're evil. But I, I like creamed <laughs> corn. <laughs> then you're fucking evil. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Ah, are you the arm? I'm the arm. <laughs> and you sound like this. Shit! How did you know? <laughs> oh my god! Well. Cool. I was right, Noelle. I was right. There was something weird with the cream corn. That's, yeah, and I just thought it was a callback to, you know, the little boy and whatever, which it was, but mm-hmm. there was more to it. So good for you. What, do you want a medal or something, Jesus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's kind of all that I have. Yeah. So... You liked it? Yeah, I did. Like I said, I'm going to have to like buy the US version so I can get that subtitled scene. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and I just want to own it, honestly. Own it. Well, I guess without further ado, we should move on to next week's movie, Barbie. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you can pick any number between 1 and 350. Let's do 299. Oh, okay. This is weird because I just saw an Instagram post about this movie. Oh my gosh. It's the best years of our lives. And that's an old Oscar winner. Okay. okay. And, and I, sa- I sent the post to my mom and it was like, yeah. So, oh my God, get out oh, of my weird. head, you evil Ew. creamed corn bitch. Sorry. It's the cream. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Sorry about it. I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to watch that next week. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Noelle Fontaine. Write to us at popcorntimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can rate, review, subscribe on whatever it is you're listening to. And you can check out our other podcast about America's Next Top Model called America's Next Top Podcast. see what we did there um and yeah go out there and don't ever think about eating creamed corn unless you're evil like me so based off of um me asking you to pick a random number you have chosen to learn a fact about the 29th president, Warren G. Harding, who is a Scorpio, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, turns out, after he died, it uh, was learned that the people he kind of associated with in his cabinets and stuff were um, having some misconduct of, of some stuff. Um and I think they were fired and everything, but mm. apparently when he was alive, he didn't know anything about that or it didn't have to do with him or anything. Yeah, but still. But, but yeah. 
Juicy. What was this man's name again? Controversy. (laughs) Um, Warren G. Harding. Warren G. Harding, our 29th Mm -hmm. president? Correct. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dope. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 